Okay, today's Vad was dedicated to the Fuashrema, Avraham ben Shoshana. Bezat Hashem and the Zechut and the Limuda Torah and the Zechut and the Tzedakah, Avraham ben Shoshana should have a Rafur Shalema Bekarov Mamash. Okay, so we're in this subject, and as you know, we're going to develop it. Every day we're going to develop it deeper, get it a little more clear, get the Oymekad Borm. So we spoke about how HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed for us a system of growth. The Chazal designed for us a system of growth, and we want to try to follow that in order to be successful, right? So we explained that the Aserosim begins with Rosh Hashanah, and it ends with Yom HaKippurim. That means that Rosh Hashanah is also considered a part of Aserosim Even though you're not actually doing Teshuvah in the sense of saying Vidui or accepting Torah and Mitzvot, the avoid of Rosh Hashanah is Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemaim. But evidently, Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemaim is step one in change. And we brought a Chazal that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose the Jewish nation to be his nation, he said first, be Mekabel by Malchus, and then be Mekabel by Mitzvot. So we see that there's a two-step process. So Rosh Hashanah is connected Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim, and Yom Kippur is connected Kabbalah's all Torah Mitzvahs. That's what we established last time. Now, we still didn't explain why it's a necessary step to have Kabbalah's all Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim before you get to Kabbalah's all Torah. Why it needs that first step? We get to everything slowly. We have thirty days. We get everything clear here. Okay. But we did start trying to explain a little bit what it means, Kabbalah's all Malchus Shabbat. And we have to go into it deeper and deeper. Because it's a very practical thing that you need to do. So we have to understand it. So first it's conceptual. And we're going to explain it on a high level, obviously. Then we have to find the lower way to go into it. But I'm just going to tell you one thing. The way we explained yesterday that Kabbalah's O Malchus Shemayim is totally designed towards the body. It's not a spiritual thing in the sense that it's something that's intellectual. Kabbalah's O Malchus Shemayim is very down to earth into the body of the person. It means, we're going to go into it more today, but it means it's basically mechai of a person, it, 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 it obligates a person that now when he sits down to eat, he has to eat for a certain purpose, for a certain reason. He has to eat in order to have kochot to serve Hashem. He has to eat in order to thank Hashem. I want to explain that. It's a very deep point. So the way we look at life is, and a lot of people look at life this way, is now that we live in this world, and now that there's food, and now that food is enjoyable, so when you eat, you have to thank Hashem. It's only after the fact. After the fact that Hashem made us needing food, and food is gishmak, it tastes good, so now there's an Indian after the fact to make a biracha, right? That's how most people look at it, correct? Is that how you look at it? That's how I would look at it. But Chazal said, no. Meaning, the purpose was making a biracha. That was the purpose. 
Now Hashem built a world around the Biracha. Which means as follows. That means, I'll give you a marshal just to try to understand my point that I'm making. Right? Let's say a guy, he wants to have good shown bias. Okay? For those of you that are here that are married, and for those of you who want to get married soon. Okay? And to be listening good. Okay? So now, so the guy wants to come home to his wife, and he wants to tell her how unbelievable of a wife she is. Okay? Now, if he's going to come into the house, and he's going to make a dry statement, without any emotion, without any feeling, it's empty. It's not going to do anything, right? So what does it do? The guy likes steak. He enjoys it. He likes steak. Okay? He's a big meat guy. And he likes the way his wife makes the steak. So at about 11 o'clock in the morning, when he's going out to get his coffee in the middle of first Seder, calls his wife. He says, you know what? I'm thinking I'm in the mood of steak tonight. Do you mind making me steak? Okay? Fine. His wife says, no problem. Say that the rest of the day, he makes sure not to overeat. Can't be too hungry, because if you come home too hungry, it's not good for Sean Bice either. Okay? Trust me. So now, so now he's not starving, but he's good and hungry. He comes in the house, the house smells good, steak, wow, unbelievable. He eats the steak, and then he tells his wife that she's an unbelievable cook, and she's blah, 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 right? So he had now said that with feeling, emotion. What provoked the emotion? Food. The body needs certain, see, thanks comes from the body, not from the brain. The brain understands that you have to say thank you, but how do you actually express thank you? It has to come from the emotions of the body. The emotions of the body need to be awakened through something. Food is one of the ways, right? So what was the purpose why the guy ate? Did he eat because he likes the enjoyment of the steak? Or he ate for the purpose of saying thank you? And the steak was the vehicle by which to give him the ability to say thank you. That's called Kedusha. See, Kedusha doesn't mean some holy guy who sits locked up in a room somewhere and abstains from the world. Kedusha means you take the world, you take the steak, you take the french fries, you take the body, and you elevate it to a higher purpose. The higher purpose is saying thank you to Hashem, let's say, right? In this case. person wants to express hoidoa to Hashem. So since the Torah says that a pu'ula of shleimus and a pu'ula of covered malchus and a pu'ula of avoidus Hashem is to sing wildly and happily and besimcha to Hashem. That's, that's what the Torah says. Torah says that's malchus. So how do you do that? You have to have emotions. You have to have feelings. Where's those feelings and emotions come from? They come from the body. What is provoking those emotions? Food. So the Torah was mechaiv you to eat the sink. So what was the purpose of eating? The purpose of eating was the sink. Not after the fact that there happens to be good food. Mainly you have to thank. No, the purpose was in the first place was to thank. The food was the hechatimsa to thank. That's called Kedusha. The life of Kedusha means that spirituality and physical is not two separate things. It's one entity. And everything in the world is a levush and a keli of, of spirituality. That's what life is. Okay, so that's the point. 
So when you say kabbalas all malchushamay means all my emotions, all my feelings, my eating, the reason why I go to work, the reason why I have kids, the reason why I get married, the reason why I build a house, the reason why I drive a car, the reason why I do everything that I do, is for the sole purpose of connecting to Hashem, doing the avoidance Hashem, bringing covered Shemayim, covered Malchus, Kiddush Hashem, that's the sole purpose of life. Everything else is only a Hechetem. I'm going to show you that in the Rambam in a minute. But that is what Kedusha means, and that's what Kabbal Salmach Shemayim is, and that's why it's down to earth, to the body. Okay? And what is the number one struggle with Kedusha? The number one struggle of Kedusha is Taiva. That means if you see Avodah Hashem, you take the entire scope of Avodah Hashem and you boil it down to one point, the battle of Avodah Hashem is either it's me or it's God. That's what it boils down to. It's me versus Him. Meaning, my passions, my emotions, my feeling, my, my pleasure, my, me, am I, the, am I the purpose? Am I using everything in my life and my body and everything for myself so I can enjoy life? Or am I willing to give it all for him? So it's him or me, right? Taiva and Kedusha. Tuma and Kedusha. That's the difference. Got it? We'll show you a lot of my archives. So I, why am I saying this point? Because I saw over here in the Sefer from Shlomo Volba, he goes on our Mahalach. And this thing over here, Ruach Shlomo, he goes with this whole Mahalach. Not in exact terms I'm using, but he's going with this Mahalach. And he said a very interesting thing. Okay? He said he asked a bocher, chosh of a bocher, right? If he has kavona, when he says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. You say it with, a, with, with, with kavona, you say it for real. Do you, you mean it for real, okay? So, because he's basically explaining Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad means, the Eino in Bovada means that there's no physical world and a spiritual world. Every single thing in the world is a way to see Hashem. It's the, it's the way, like it says in the Pasuk, mm-hmm. From my body, I see Hashem. Right? The Meshachach says, Echeze means like a microscope. To see bigger. Says the Meshachach, Only Echeze Which means, once we came into the physical world, the only way the only way to see Hashem, what's the light bulb? We're going to see him. Kesim is Shechina, is through the physical world. It means when I study the Chachma of the Bria, I study the Chachma of the body, when I study the miracles in the world, that's how I see Eloha. So that means that the world is Kadosh because it's not like there's a power called fire and there's a power called water and there's a power. No. It's all in Oid Novada. It's all Echad. It's all different, uh, angles by which to see Him. Everything is Him. Including myself. So when you say Echad, you're saying the world is only one thing. It is the manifestation of Eloha. That's the world. And therefore me, my emotions, my, my life is also part of that Echeze Eloha. It's not separate. So when I'm a Kabbal Oma Hoshavayim says, I am like the tree, like the sun, like the moon, that I am also being Echeze Eloha. 
That's what life is, right? So Shema, that's all goes into Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So he asked the Bochum, do you say Echad with uh, concentration, right? So he says, he says, I'm gonna read it to you. He says, Pam Shalti Bachuritzini. Ask the good kid. Do you have kavana when you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad? Buanali bechiyuv. He said, "Yeah, for sure, hundred percent." Shalti yoton. This is a very deep point. Get this clear. Imhu hirgish pa'am bezman shemekabel alatzmo all machut shemayim shekochot haguf shelo tsoakim sheina maskimim lekach. Does your body rebel when you say Shema? That means my honor, my pleasure, my passions, my emotions, my likes, my feelings. All yours. Does your body say, whoa, 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 whoa. Rega. Not so easy. Does your body rebel? That's all. I want to know when you say Shema, does your body get a, get, get, get nervous over there? Right? Never thought like, felt like that. Amarti Lord. This is from Shlema Volva. Right? שאם כן מעולם הוא לא יצא ידי חובת קריאת שמה ואתה שמי שמקבל על עצמו אול מלכו שמיים על כל הגוף ועל כל האיבורים שלו והוא מכוון על כך באמס הוא מרגש שהגוף אינו מסכים לכך you got it? It goes on with this. But that's the point that we just said. Exactly what we said. Kabbalah's old Malchus Shabbayim has nothing to do with an intellectual concept that God created the world. You could be the most intellectual person in the world. And you could understand that you have an obligation to Torah Mitzvah. That's not Kabbalah's Om Al Shabbat. Kabbalah's Om Al Shabbat is how you eat potato chips. That's Kabbalah's Om Al Shabbat. So it's a big level. I'm not going to say that. But I just, I just want to try to daher it. Because we have to figure out, we're basically going to get ourselves into a jam over here. That's the beauty of Divad. You have to come into a you enter a sugya, you get into a problem. And then you have to figure, the, figure it out. Because basically what's coming out over here is the basic premise of Kabbalah's Omar Hoshamayim is that it defines every inch of your life and your entire personality and everything about you. It defines your whole being. It defines why you go to work, why you get married, why you have kids. Why you, it defines your entire essence, right? And that's the Rambam Shmoni Prokim. Which you should learn inside. I'm not going to read the whole thing. He brings it down over here. The Ram Shmuel Park in Parak Hay. He says, Every person, his life has to have one kivun, one kivun, and one kivun only. That a person has to live for a higher purpose. And again, I'm trying to explain. There's two. This, I'm adding two dimensions here. That means you need taiva to serve Hashem. You need that. That's a keli. You need it. You can't serve Hashem without time. The Zoya says, you cannot have a geschmack and learning if you don't have a taivus nashim. However that two things work together. 
not shaykh. If you don't have taiva, and even you can't be married without taiva's nashim. Not because physically you can't do without taiva's nashim. You can't do what the kivun of the achdus and the shalom that's required without that keli. Finished. I'm not going into that, but that's a fact. You need emotions. The altar from Kelm says that you see from the world of taiva, that when you want something, right, if you have a desire for money, whatever it is, you do everything in your power to get what you want. And you don't let obstacles get in your way. What's the, what pushes you through obstacles? Taiva. So the altar from Kelm says that if you want to serve Hashem, you can't serve Hashem with like flimsy. That today it's going good, I'll do it. Tomorrow when it gets hard, no. You have to serve Hashem with taiva. It means if you channel your taiva into the avoidance Hashem, then nothing will stop you. That's where your consistency will be, right? So all the passions, all the emotions, everything. It's not like that being a from Jew doesn't require passions and emotions. No, it does. You're using everything. Even Taivas moment, you have to see how it comes out in a holy way. Everything comes out in a holy way. Everything. The fact that you want to Megalic that's what you were created to Megalic If you use it the wrong way, you want to Megalic yourself. So that's where you make nice houses and, 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 and show off your money and whatever. That comes because you want to Megalic. You want to reveal. But that's the inner Koyach and the Koyach nefesh that a person wants to reveal. It wasn't given to him for him. It was given to him to reveal the honor of Hashem. Right? It is all sugya. But all, every single part of humanity belongs to this. That's number one. Number two is that the tachlis originally was the outcome. The giluk v'ot And Hashem created all these as vehicles. Meaning, like we said before, Rabbi Yuchum really says that. Rabbi Yuchum says, it's not that biologically, since you have to have parents to be in this world, and since scientifically you happen to be weak when you're little, and your parents had to raise you, so Mamela the Torah came with a mitzvah of Kabbalah Avicha Mecha as Hakar Satay. No, Istakol Baraisi Barabal means Hashem first said you have to have Kibud That's a part of Shlemus. Now, in order to facilitate that, He made that biologically you have to come to the world with parents and you have to be raised by them. That, that's after the fact. Everything's after the fact. That means Istakol Baraisi was that you have to sing Shevach Vaidot Hashem. That was the stock of Baraisa. How do you facilitate that in the physical world? So for that Hashem made food and this and that. So the purpose was always, the main purpose was always the Kvayt Shemayim. That was always the purpose. So that means everything in the physical world is only to facilitate that. If you take something from the world outside of that, that means it's for me. It's nothing to do with him. That's called taiva. That's why Masil Sasharim says a chiddush that most people don't know. That taiva itself is an avera, even if it's mutter. Because it's fundamentally a problem. Because you took something outside from the purpose of what it was created for, it doesn't serve the enoid movada. Okay? Now this is a high level. I'm not, we're not getting to the work, practical work yet. So all we're establishing so far is that when we're trying to grow towards Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim is we are trying to establish how much of the world do we see it that way and how much do we live the world the other way. And Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim means we're trying to move in the direction 
of doing it the right way. Okay, we have to stop here for today. We'll continue the subject.